0: Get ready! You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, Bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Tea 2002
1: Hey you guys, welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. So welcome everybody to this episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Welcome to the green room. This is a call-in show. Um, if you have the app downloaded, you can call in and state your opinion. To so the Android users in the house, if you're on my Discord, feel free to go and um, chat in the Discord in the green room section of the Discord. That's where all the Android users are. If you're an iPhone user, you can chat in the chat room here on the green room. So that's what we've done for like all the um, Android people. They just moved over there. So... All right, so let's go ahead and get started. And so I wake up to the news of Shakira Richardson, and basically they're stating that she has not been selected for any event in the Tokyo Olympics. So right now, there's a shitstorm brewing on Twitter. Folks are in their feelings. People are upset. They're screaming racism. They're very, very mad about this situation. And um, it's really bothered me watching this play out the past few days because i did a live stream on this i believe last friday right and i talked about it in that live stream i had stated that while, like my heart hurts for her because she worked a lot she worked hard to get to where she's at young girl 21 years old but like i stated in my live stream sometimes we have to understand that when we're placed in certain positions we need to understand that certain things are bigger than ourselves Sometimes it's not always about us in the moment. Sometimes it's that legacy that we're leaving for future generations, right? So, you know, the rules are the rules. So for me, while I did feel really bad, those were the rules. The rules are, I mean, they're just very strict. This is the Olympics. Yes, it may just be weed if you're the fry cook at Bojangles and they, you know what I'm saying, they decide to drug test you. Then, yeah, it's just weed. It's just a little weed. Let him keep frying chicken. As long as he ain't hurt nobody, it don't matter. But this is the Olympics. Where even a few years ago, you couldn't even use insulin. You know, um, I believe even further than that, you couldn't drink coffee. So there's been all types of really stringent rules. And every athlete knows this. Everyone knows this. And so I've kind of watched how this has played out. And it's really bothered me. And so I wrote a post tonight on Instagram. And this is what I wrote. I had to just call out a few people because I felt like a lot of it was very disingenuous How was the person who's in trouble, how was she more mature than the adults, quote unquote, speaking on her behalf? Because what I respected about Shikari is the fact that she took personal responsibility. She didn't make excuses. You know, she just, she was like, yes, she admitted to it. She smoked weed. She said it was because of her mother's death. She took responsibility for it. And then it just turned into, into something just really ugly. And that's the part that kind of was frustrating me is as I'm watching people just make excuses and excuses. And it's like, she didn't even have the list of excuses when she did her interview, but yet everybody else does. So this is what I wrote on Instagram. I said, I knew this would happen when people started making excuses and polarizing the situation. You have OBJ that stands for Odell Beckham Jr. Trying to create petitions. You have people screaming racism when Shikari admitted and took ownership of what she did wrong. Once again, this is a global event with hundreds of athletes from all over the world. The fact that people thought the Olympics would bend for one American person is just silly. Had people not made such a big deal of it with threats of boycotting and slander to the Olympics, they probably would have let her run. But because America wanted to polarize this and turn this into a huge racial issue, as opposed to one person making a mistake, The Olympics ain't trying to be bothered with America's race-baiting drama. I don't blame them for falling back from this whole fiasco. There are numerous Black women who followed the rules and had clean results, and nobody's speaking about them. Shaking my head. Also, Russia stays stays getting banned from the Olympics due to constant doping scandals. You don't see their entire country in an uproar. It's so bad that the Olympians have to now go under the ROC in order to compete. Now, those are the Russian Olympians because Russia has literally been banned constantly. So they have to go under other countries to be able to compete. And then I said, she's not the first person to be affected by these rules. Yet you got folks who don't understand how the Olympics work, trying to change it for one person when this is a global event. She's not the only person at the Olympics. Had they bent it for her, they would have to bend it for thousands of people. And globally, they're just not gonna do that so that's what i had wrote and you know a lot of people agree with it i think a lot of people are just really tired of the fiasco um and what really bothered me just coming from the celebrity angle is the whole situation with odell beckham jr because he was so loud with this him and damian lillard and you know lamello ball you know a lot of them have been talking about this on twitter so Oh, o- Odell Beckham says, this is bullshit to be honest. Then he says, I'm not watching unless you can run. We can create a petition. Um, we are all waiting on you. Then he says, you should at least run by yourself or something. This ain't right. Now, my issue with that is that when I see that somebody's more upset than the person who's involved in the situation, and I'm sure she's probably kicking herself in the butt. She's probably really upset, but she's handled it behind the scenes. When I see that somebody who, who has nothing to do with this, with the situation, he's not an Olympian, you're an NFL football player. When I see that he's more upset, you know, in the world than she is, I find it attention seeking ish, right? Because let's talk about his sport for a moment. For y'all who don't know, in the NFL, up until recently, they had some of the strictest marijuana rules, okay? And I don't recall Odell Beckham Jr. coming out of his face and going off on the NFL and saying, hey, you need to let my brothers play. It's just weed. This is bullshit. They should just play on the team by themselves. Remember, Randy Gregory, Dallas Cowboys, uh, he failed his seventh drug test and was suspended for like two years. In 2017, Uh, who can forget, um, what's his name? Joshua, Josh. He was always getting in trouble for like weed situations in the NFL. And so much so he ended up getting permanently banned from the NFL. If you guys remember, Stephen A. Smith and um, all the guys who do commentary were always going in on Josh Gordon because he was so addicted. It's like he couldn't stop smoking weed. I don't recall them ever coming out and saying anything on Josh Gordon's behalf, you know, saying that he should be reinstated. I believe they're trying to work with him now, but even still, he's having issues. Let me go ahead and play out this clip. Um, I hope you guys can hear it. And it's just Stephen A. Smith just ranting about marijuana in um, the NFL.
2: Talking about what's the big deal with weed, alcohol, whatever the case be. in the case of weed is legal in two states for medicinal purposes, you can use it in 23 to 26 states. It's illegal in the NFL. You jeopardize all of that for
3: some weed, and you're getting high in the middle of the afternoon off some weed who sit up there and text and
4: tweet and all. Yo, man, what's the problem? What's wrong with smoking a little bit? It's
5: illegal.
1: So, why don't you sit up there? All right. So, it's just a funny clip of him just going in on NFL plays who get caught smoking weed. So, like I said, I can't take people from the NBA and NFL seriously when in their own sport, there's rules. So, in your sports, it's rules that you guys are supposed to abide by. And when your fellow brothers on the football field get popped, <laughs> y'all calling him fake woke Steven, y'all are a mess. And when your fellow, when your fellow brothers on the football field get popped for smoking weed, You guys are silent. Like I said, I've never heard Odell Beckham Jr. take up for Josh Gordon or any other guy who's gotten in trouble for weed in the NFL. But yet and still, you want to set up petitions for Shikari. And that's why I find it very disingenuous, why I feel like a lot of people jumped on this mainly for attention. Not because they're being sincere, because at this time, y'all want the Olympics to break the rule for one person. And I think the saddest part of this is that you have many black women right now who are eligible to run, who did not fail their drug test. And nobody's talking about them. Everything has been focused on Shikari's mistake. And that's what it was, it was just a mistake. And it's taken away from everybody else who did not break the rules. You know, so I just find it very silly that, you know, these people who are professional athletes have so much to say about her sport, but not their own sport that they're attached to. So that's why I'm coming from this whole situation. I feel like a lot of it is disingenuous. And I feel like the Olympics have chosen to just kind of back away from her. Because it's just too much at this point. It's too much going on, and people are not here for it. They don't want to be tied to all of this. They don't want to be involved with America. You know, we have a lot of racial issues that go on here. And I think because the situation has been made to be a lot bigger than what it technically needed to be, they just decided to distance themselves from her altogether for this particular Olympic. Why I feel like if people would have just left it at, okay, what she said okay, cool, you know, she took responsibility, we agree with her, and just left it at that and didn't try to spin it into all these pundit talking points. You got folks talking about the rules should change, marijuana should be legal now, they're trying to put pressure on the Olympics. It's just very strange, you know, and it just does not help her case. I think if everybody would have just left it alone, they probably would have made a way for her. Even when I had to call it out on my live stream, people trying to compare what... um. Michael Phelps went through versus her. And I'm like, no, this is two different situations. You guys are conflating apples to oranges and he got a longer suspension than she did. They technically could have barred her for the next two years. They had been Olympians barred for a year or two for coming up dirty. So they re- she really got the most lenient sentence I've seen in a while, but nobody's looking at it like that. So let me go ahead and, you know, take some calls, honey. Go ahead, raise your hand. Let me see what y'all what y'all talking about here. Um, let me go on and bring um uh, Malik Robinson. Malik, you're gonna be on the stage. Unmute your microphone, make sure your background is quiet, sir. Hey, Malik. Unmute your microphone.
6: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I did.
1: <laughs> no, you're good. How are you?
6: I'm great. Um, I wanted to speak on the situation and I felt like I feel like she's still, she's still still running, but I understand the rules. Are the rules, mm-hmm. or whatever? But I'm, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> uh, what is her name? Shakira. Shakari Richardson. Shakari. 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 Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. The rules are the rules. So she shouldn't she shouldn't do it according to the rules, but. I personally feel like even though she smoked weed or whatever, she should should still run. Because I'm sure that she's not the only one.
1: Well, she's proven to be the only one because everybody was tested. She came back with the dirty UA.
6: Oh, she was the only one that, that was proven?
1: Sir, you know, like, do you know the case that's going on me? I
7: mean, <laughs> my mate, you just want to come on the show and talk to T. It's okay.
6: No, you I'm call not the saying, girl Shakira. Well, I, okay, I will say this. I just feel like a lot of black people were upset because they just wanted to see a black woman take over the world in terms of the Olympics, and you know, they wanted representation. But so do you realize that
1: like, there's other black women? There's women on there from Jamaica. There's several other black women that are also running the Olympics, though not just her. Well, uh,
6: well, I guess well from America's standpoint, that's on a mm-hmm. person. Well, personally, I never heard of her until
1: we recently. Could tell. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I'm just, I'm just messing with you.
6: It's fine, you're but good. Uh, I haven't heard heard of her until recently so it was kind of like you know new to me mm-hmm. about the situation or what was going on and I've been watching your videos, videos and stuff so I was kind of understanding what you were coming from and I I felt like I don't know I smoke weed so I, I just felt like I can relate <laughs> I was just like you know, so you're a
1: fellow weed smoker so you're not trying to see your fellow weed smoker go down I feel you
6: Right, exactly. But <laughs> you know, the rules are the rules. But at the same time, I personally, for me, mm-hmm. I feel like rules are made to be broken. But at the same time, you do have to follow the rules because of the situation.
1: Well, the chat is asking, "Are you currently high?"
6: <laughs>
1: that they're asking. I'm <laughs> what they're asking. <laughs>
6: I had I had a little weed and took a few shots but yeah
1: okay okay you know and like I said there's nothing wrong for me personally I don't have any issues with people who smoke weed but I think too that you have to know the difference between your job and everybody knows to get into the Olympics it's very very strict They're very strict. Just like, think about it. How many people will go and apply for a job and they'll tell you, you have to take a drug test. What do people do? They'll start, you know, cleaning out their system and, you know, they'll stop being around weed and stop smoking it because they want to get that job. So it's the same thing.
6: And you know what? You're right. Because I remember like when I first started working at Amazon, it was a girl. Mm -hmm. She was just playing with me. I didn't know that. But she came to me and was like... Um, they finna do a drug test. So I'm just like, oh shit, I'm finna go home, cause you know <laughs> I'm not finna deal with it. But right. you know, um, they ain't never do no drug test, and then also, Amazon is not doing a no drug test right now at all. When when if you're trying to like, get the job or whatever. Mhm. So, but but, have- but if
1: they would have told you before you got the job, let's say you want to apply at you know FedEx, they do a drug test. Would you not prepare yourself? Yep, being I a weed smoker, right? And that's all. That's all people are saying. Like you, you, you go to the Olympics. You know they test. Why not just take a break for the next, you know, thirty days, sixty days, clean out your system before the testing
6: occurs. You know what? You're right. I, you know I agree with that. I just felt like <laughs> why? Why they did a random drug test? Like is that? I don't. I don't know. Is it? Oh Lord,
1: Malik. <laughs> yes, that's what they do in the Olympics.
6: I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. do they do it, like, every week or every no, time?
1: I don't really know the time frame, but they do them randomly. randomly? I mean, everybody okay. knows that, and they're very strict. Like, you you cannot have certain things in your system at all. They're very, very strict. Because they want to be as clean, quote-unquote, as clean as possible. Because these are supposed to be the best of the best athletes from all over the
6: world. Okay. Okay, I got mm-hmm. you. But did you, I remember you talked about some other girls from um I can't remember what country you said they was from and you said something about they have more um, testosterone? Yes. Mhm. In their system and they tried to they tried to do something to tone it down. <laughs>
1: yeah that was we're not gonna really go there because that's something totally different from Shikari but those okay. were, um, those African sisters they were saying because they had so much testosterone they wanted them to run in you know in a different level than what they trained in they wanted them to run in a higher level and it wasn't fair to them because that was something that their body naturally created
6: okay well I, okay so, but I just don't get the fact that they, they, they did that because of their situation but they didn't oh I'm sorry Okay, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm, <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I'm, saying. I'm sorry. I'm,
1: gotcha. I'm sorry. I'm like Well, I appreciate you for calling in, love. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I appreciate you for calling in. Thank you. Uh huh. You have a good night.
6: You
1: too. <laughs> Malik was funny. He see, "I'm high right now." <laughs> well, hold on, the Michael. I'm sorry, the Michael. Michael, you're on the stage. Go hey, it's Michael. Nick, oh, Nick! Oh, okay, spelled differently. Okay, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing
7: good, there. How are you? I'm doing good. Okay, my thing with Shikari, I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. But in life, you have to learn there's consequences for an, any decision that you make. And she's 21. She has, still has a learning curve. So this is um, more than likely the way she has to learn. That will help develop her. Um, I just wish that... There was somebody in her corner to basically tell her or to help her um, with her coping. Mm
8: -hmm. So then
7: because there's nobody asking, how is she really dealing with this? What is her coping skills? So I'm glad that she took accountability, but everybody's um, standing. Oh, she should run. Should you run? But is she healthy within? So right. nobody's thinking about that. Nobody is asking that, and that's basically my main thing. So I know Olympics. Oh, she's a black woman. She needs to represent. But the end. But at the end of the day, we we all we don't need everything to cater to us blacks. We have to learn certain things as well within the com- community. So that's basically all I wanted to say. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I
1: appreciate You're you. You're welcome. No, no, no problem there. All right. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on, let's see here, Miss A. Hunt. Miss A. Hunt, you're coming on the stage. Hello? I'm here. Okay, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So, what do you um, think about the Shikari
9: situation? I feel like what the last caller just said, we need to take some accountability and responsibility for us as a community because. You know, this came with a big responsibility and I feel like she should have known they was coming for her just because of who she is and how great she is. If you remember, they stayed after Venus and Serena when they first got big, when they Mm -hmm. was like 17, 18, they stayed after them. Anything that they could try and hit them with, they did. And if we look at history over the years, they've been fined for stuff that other people never got fined for. You know they've been ridiculed in the media just for getting upset over a bad call. If they mm-hmm. did it, they was on front page news. Somebody else did it, it never even made any news. So, with what, who we are and what we represent, we have to know and stop trying to say, oh, well, she should run. She's not the only one. What's the lady named? Shelly Hand somebody? Who, right before Shelley the Olympics? Yeah, right before the Olympics started, she got banned for mm-hmm. drugs in her system. And she said it was something she ate. I didn't see no outcry. I didn't see nobody saying it was something she ate. She should still cause she never admitted to using drugs. She said it was something she ate that, you know, had her test hot and that's, she was banned and nobody said nothing. But this girl has admitted she's taking responsibility. Let her just, you know, go like the last caller said, this is her mental health. Let this, Mm -hmm. let her deal with this in peace and stop trying to blow it up and make it a race thing. This is not a race thing. This is a right and wrong thing. That's like, you know, if you work for a federal place, you know, you got to take a drug test. I wish you would go smoke weed and go to a federal job. No, you're not going to do that because you know what comes along with that job. You know the responsibilities that comes along with that position. Somebody paying you a lot of money and some of these jobs make $70,000, $80,000 a year. You're not going to go in there with no weed in your system and no $80,000 job, you know, and they're telling you you're going to be drug tested. So I feel like right. we gotta start taking responsibility and stop trying to just, oh, you know, want everybody to give us passes and pacify us for doing wrong. What she did was wrong. And she right. took responsibility for it. Let her go on and get to the next Olympics and be great. She's not the first, she probably won't be the last, but she'll come out swinging at the next Olympics and I bet you won't
1: be no drugs in her system. But they need exactly. to let it go,
9: cause she's let it go.
1: Now, as far as I wanna make it clear, now, when Shelly Ann um, Frazier was banned for failing a drug test, that was in 2010. So that was about, was this recently? This one? is this year. Her name is Shelby Hoolihan. Oh, you're talking about Shelby. I thought you were talking about she- uh, Shelly Ann. Okay, you're talking about Shelby. Because I know there's been a few of them that's been like popped. Because on top of that, we also have um, Brianna McNeil, but that was a whole abortion situation. She also got, you know, she's also ineligible for Tokyo as well. So there's been a few of them. Um, yeah, I was talking about Shelby. Shelby. Okay, you're talking about Shelby, okay? Yeah, and that was the thing. Even though, even with Shelly Ann, um, ten years ago, she was and that she was tested positive for oxycodone and she was suspended for, I believe, what they say, um, six months. So you know, the thirty day was very lenient compared to what some people have gotten. Yeah. But I, I definitely agree with you though that at some point in time, people do have to take personal responsibility and that's the thing that what a lot of people don't understand is that a lot of countries do not really like america Like, let's just keep that real a lot of mm-hmm. countries look at america as competition look at america as arrogant and then a lot of people a lot of countries overseas they're not the biggest fans of black people anyways so sometimes mm-hmm. you know as black people we have to definitely cross our t's and dot our i's is it fair no you know what i'm saying but it is what it is so sometimes we have to go into the situation even being better than some of the white Olympians just for the fact that there's going to be more eyes and scrutiny on us. Just Man. like you were talking about with Serena Williams earlier, you know, the things that they went through. So yeah, I really appreciate you calling in. You made a lot of good points. All right. Have a good day. Okay. You too, ma'am. All right. Let me go ahead and um, bring on, let's see here. Pamela. R. Pamela, go ahead and unmute your microphone.
10: Okay, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so I just wanted to say that I agree with everything that you said, especially because she took responsibility for what she did, but now everybody's trying to flip it into, like, a bigger situation Mm -hmm. than it really was. And also... um, I don't know if anybody's seen this post, but, like, it's been going viral on Instagram, and it's like, do the Olympics hate Black people or something like that? And, like, they tried to conflate different issues, like you said, with Michael Phelps. They started talking about uh, Shakari, the—who um, else? I have the post here. They were talking about Naomi Osaka, Serena Williams, but it's like, Serena Williams, she just got injured, so how will she be able to participate in the Olympics? That's not their fault. Naomi Osaka, she quit because of her mental health, but they're trying to make it seem like the Olympics are against Black people, which I really don't think it is. And also, I don't understand why people are saying boycott the Olympics when there's other Black people there that deserve the support, like Shelly Ann Frazier, Simone Biles, um, any of the other Black track stars, Black swimmers, and it's not fair to boycott the Olympics just because of one person who knew what they did was wrong and still did it. So, yeah, that's basically like what I wanted to say.
1: Okay, perfect. I appreciate you calling in. And I definitely agree that, you know, we have to support the other Black people who are still there. People are acting like nobody else Black is going to the Olympics when there's plenty of others. Like you said, Simone Biles, um, Shelly Ann, and we got to support those people as well. They need our support. So thank you for calling in. You're welcome. All right, let me go ahead and bring on, let's see here, uh, Roy Carter. Roy Carter, go ahead and unmute your microphone.
4: Hey, y'all. Hey, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, we can hear you. How are you?
4: I'm doing good. So my first, my whole thing with Shikari is, is that Shikari is only 21 years old. And mm-hmm. so, you know, this is this not going to be her, This she's going to have multiple chances to get into the Olympics uh, the Olympics and the 2024 Olympics is in three years, so she's probably gonna start preparing for that next year. So she'll be fine. But when Miss Odell, let me tell you something about Odell.
1: Oh, not Miss Odell, <laughs>
4: <laughs> let me tell y'all about Odell. I don't know if y'all remember, the but,
11: two,
4: but two or three years ago, Odell Becker was caught in a drug scandal, his damn self, because he was in a hotel Ooh. room with a white lady. In the bed, and the white lady was in there smoking a whole mound of Coke. It was so much snow on that bed, you would thought it was the Swiss Alps. Ooh. And I don't know if anybody remembers that. That was maybe two or three years ago. Because you know, I'm a sports fan, and I'm a sports fanatic. And they were talking about that on all the sports shows, that he was in the bed. It was, it was a picture that leaked. And he was in the bed with this woman. And he was eating pizza, and he and the lady was—you could clearly see that she had all this, all this, sort the whole mound of coke. And for okay, um, I just
1: I, googled it. I see the picture. They got—he's in the bed with the pizza, and there's a bunch of coke right there.
4: Exactly on the nightstand. So my, mm. On the nightstand, and so he was almost about to get suspended his damn self being involved in that so i don't think that he was ever suspended because i don't think he ever tested you know positive for using cocaine but for you to wrap yourself into this controversy with shikari um you know it doesn't make any sense because he never cleared the air out with that he never said, you know nothing happened with that you know we were just hanging around at least with shikari she had you know, she she held it. She took herself accountable for what she did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's moving on with Odell. He was like, OK, y'all caught me move on next. And it's like, OK, bro, whatever. But another thing about the Shikari thing, I don't know if no one uh, called it, but my, my didn't have kind of jingle when she was in mm-hmm. the interview. She was saying her biological mother. And so I did not understand like, that either. Like, I was like, well, her biological, normally if your mom passes away, you would say, okay, my mom passed away or my mother passed away. Her keep using the word biological just made Mm -hmm. me kind of like my ears kind of perked up. Like, hey, so this woman didn't raise you or she didn't like, you know, she didn't raise you and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, did you smoke? Why would you like risk your career? For someone Mm. that's not that really that close to you, and I'm not trying to, you know, trying to say that, you know, that she, you know, that she shouldn't have did it, stuff like that. Your people cope, you know, differently. But my whole thing is like, okay, you risk your whole career, and you risk, you know, doing this for this woman who you just claim as a quote unquote biological mother. It just didn't,
1: you know. And I thought I agree. I thought that was weird too because Mm -hmm. she's raised with her grandmother.
4: Exactly. And remember when she ran
1: up in the stands and hugged exactly. her grandmother?
7: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I can see
1: that response with the grandmother, but the fact that they keep saying biological, 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 it's almost like they have to remind us that that was her mother because the mother wasn't in her life. Because I've exactly. never heard anybody else's mom be referred to constantly as biological. As a biological.
4: Because if my mom passed away and someone
1: says, What happened to your mom? I'm like, Well, my mom,
4: you know, my mom passed away. My like, biological mom, like, it's like, okay, you already should know this, my mom. So I just felt, like you said, I thought that her mu- grandmother, who she rant up, was the person that raised her. So, mm-hmm. but like I said, I, I just feel as though like a lot of people just jumping on this bandwagon just to be woke because everybody want to be woke nowadays. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Stephen Jackson coming out talking about so we need to boycott the Olympics. I'm not boycotting the damn thing. I want to watch Simone Biles. I want to watch the other bio, uh, uh, Simone girl who's a swimmer. It's a lot of black athletes up and through down even not even in America, all across the world that are black. that have, you know, that have worked hard to get to the Olympics. This is not something that's like, like this is every four years, they work mm-hmm. their asses off to get to this moment. So why am I looking like boycotting and Washington watching the Olympics? Because she, you know, had a bad, you know, bad time and she was grieving. She smoked weed. I'm not going to stop uh, boycotting and not support the other black people. and the other people, the people of color that, you know, work their asses off to get to this moment. So, I just feel as though that, you know, she's going to be okay. Paris is in three years. She's Mm -hmm. going to get there and everybody else, they're just doing this bandwagon jump because it's good press, good PR and the for clout.
1: Yeah, I feel that way too. And even with the whole situation, a lot of people are saying too that they would have taken like the death of their biological mom that they obviously may not have been that close to. Uh-huh. As let me run for her, let her see me and be proud of me from heaven as exactly. opposed to smoking. You know what I'm saying,
4: exactly, because this is not her first time at the rodeo, like she's been you know just like something like she just started running two weeks ago. She's been running for all her life, like this is something that she should have known that and especially her being a black woman, this is a black lesbian woman, she got tattoos, she got long. 26-inch uh, wigs. You know, they are going to be on her ass. She's not the yeah. first person they uh, banned. Like, I remember there's two documentaries on ESPN, plus one with Ben Johnson. He got found with steroids. They stripped every metal off his ass. Same thing with Marion Jones. She got caught with illegal substances in her system. They stripped her ass, too. She's not the first person, and she's not going to be the last. But like I said, hopefully she'll learn from this, and then in, in Paris in three years, she'll do that thing.
1: Exactly. Now, I, I think I was- you made some excellent points. Thank oh, it looks so like she just me. tweeted. She Ooh. just tweeted on Twitter. Let me read this to y'all. It says the attention that is on track now was because of very, very few names. So if that's where fan support lay. You can't be mad at that. So that's what she just tweeted. I guess, then, girl. Yeah, somebody
4: just said right underneath it, girl, you need to learn how to be humble, child. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> like, girl, exactly. Like, who, I mean, I mean, she has, she fast, but I mean, like, okay, bring it on down, sis. You bring it on down. Now, I, I, I get where you're coming from, but you're doing a little bit too much. But like I said, <laughs> she's going to be fine. <laughs> she's going to be fine. Like, I really thought that she would be like the, the next, like, the ghetto version of FloJo. That's what she that's what she reminded me of, a FloJo. She was fast, she had the long nails. She was just this beautiful black woman. I said she reminded me so much of a FloJo. And so mm-hmm. like I said, I felt bad for her not winning, but like I said in 3 years, she going to do the damn thing. But thank you so much T for letting Definitely. me come. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Thank I, you for calling in.
4: All right, you take care. Have a good one.
1: You too. Uh-huh. He made some really, really good points, you know. But, yeah, she just tweeted that. So some people are agreeing. Some people are dragging her home. You know, Twitter, breaking news. Somebody in the chat said, couldn't she have just used somebody else's pee? Like, are you? come on, y'all. Y'all can't be this silly. This is not a job at McDonald's. I don't know if you're looking to be funny, ma'am. But this is not, you know, hey, let me borrow your pee because, you know, I, I'm about to apply to work at McDonald's. This is not that. Yes, if your homeboy asks for your pee because he's trying to get a job cooking fast food, that's one thing. This is the Olympics. You can't just use somebody else's pee. They also do blood tests. They're also gonna test your blood as well. Like I'm I'm convinced that some of y'all are just really now tuning into the Olympics and understanding it because of Shakari. <laughs> that comment over here got me cracking up. <laughs> okay, so it was a joke. Okay, I hope so, Teresa, because I'm like, come on, sis. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and bring on some more people here. Uh, Let me bring on Charlie B. Burke. Charlie, you're on the stage. Come on through.
5: Hey, T, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. How you doing, T? I'm doing good. How about you? I am well. Thank you for asking. Um, My whole thing with uh, Black people trying to make excuses, we need to become accustomed to holding other Black people accountable. That's the only way of progression. Because because all this making excuses and for, like, y'all know damn well She probably wasn't supposed to be smoking weed. All of that making excuses for that, that's not going to get us anywhere. Right. And, and uh, I forgot the uh, guy before me. I forgot his name. He pretty much said uh, all the smoking weed with uh, her biological mother passing away. I don't want to say this because it's going to sound kind of bad, but I think she was smoking weed far before her mother passed away. Because her mama died like a week or two ago. And for weed to pop up in her, on her system like that, she had to have been smoking it for like frequently for a while.
1: Yeah, I, I don't mean, think I, I don't think that's a bad thing to say. Most people just you, I don't I don't see anybody just picking up the weed habit during their Olympic trials. Right. That's something she, that you've you done probably when she's not, you know, training. She's done it before. And then nobody's even asking this. Where did the weed come from? Exactly. Was it medical marijuana? Did she get it from the homeboy? And and let's and let's even let's also even go deeper. You're an Olympian, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're getting weed from somebody. How do you know that weed ain't laced? How do you right. know it might not be the enemy trying to put something in that cause now they're putting fentanyl in weed. We've talked about that in prior yeah. you know, Zoom meetings. They're putting fentanyl in weed. What if somebody had put something in their weed that would have messed her up? period mm-hmm. where she couldn't run again so that's mm-hmm. the thing we have to like i said some things are bigger than ourselves and you have that's to right. have the, the the mind of forethought that if i do smoke this weed how do i know it's not lace how do i know it's not a setup nobody's talking about where this weed came from
5: mm-hmm. exactly and then and then for them to say oh well you just love being mean and not supporting her. i'm like no we do support her that's why we're so damn mad like right. why? Like we we had so like me I'm from Dallas Texas and she's not that much younger than me so I wanted her to um I wanted to see her running the Olympics so yeah so that's why we were so mad because it's like you just pretty much gave it uh blew it away I mean I'm not telling you how to grieve because I know that's your mother but still like we couldn't there been any other way to cope I mean other than just smoking weed and just blowing it away like that yeah but yeah. I mean, that's all I have to I have to say. We need to hold each other accountable and and we that, that that's really all I gotta say about it. Thank you for having me on the okay. team.
1: Thank you for calling in, sis.
5: All right, no problem. Y'all have a good one.
1: All right. Let me go ahead and bring on um Tira Monet. Tira, get ready to come on the stage and mute your mic. All right. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, we can, can hear you. Me? How are you? Yep,
12: we can good. hear you. How are you doing? Good. All right, what's up, tea sippers um, My whole thing is, as black women, it's, it's where, where um, we get a lot of attention for stuff we don't need attention for. Like Like you said, it's a platform for men and women to just down black women. And anytime we do something, it's an issue. She took responsibility, and people are still trying to make it a big deal just because mm-hmm. she's black and just forget everybody else. And my thing is, like, as a black woman, unfortunately, we have to hold ourselves to uh, a higher standard. We don't get the same privileges as other people. So that's one thing. Like, I, I know whenever she took the drug test, because people were saying, you know, just use somebody else's pee or whatever. They was literally watching the pee uh, leave her vagina into the cup. They then took her blood, her hair, sweat, spit, everything just to um, <laughs> make sure that it's, that's her DNA, that's her drug test. And then I heard she got the weed in Oregon where it's legal, so I don't know. It's just, um, yeah, and then you can't hold black, well, you can hold black people accountable, but when you do hold black women accountable, oh, you're you're um, bringing down another black woman. Like, no, it's just like, you know, get your shit together. Like, People are looking up to you, and you drop the ball. It's not downing another black woman it's you know holding you accountable but we can't do that it's just the society is so backwards when it comes to us and it's like we're the main people that's under a light anytime we do something it's an issue
1: yeah and i think that's the part that's just really sad because Again, nobody is demonizing her as a person. Nobody's even demonizing cannabis or, you know, marijuana. I don't, like I said, I don't see anything wrong with it. But I mm-hmm. think we also have to know the time and place.
12: Right. It's
1: right. just and, that simple. Right. And this
7: like,
12: she took responsibility. And they're like, no, we're still mad. I'm good though. She's like, I'm good. I took responsibility. I smoke. No, this is unfair. Like mm-hmm. she literally <laughs> broke the rules. She admitted to breaking the rules. And people are just taking it and running with it. And they nobody has said anything about her previously. Like, I haven't seen nobody. So, well, I don't have social media, but I haven't seen anything like beforehand with people just supporting her specifically until this came out. So people just hop on the, the hot topic and go with it and try to make it an issue.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for calling in here. I really appreciate it. Thank you all right so let me um somebody made a really cool point in the chat here uh eric watson says let's go back in time imagine if jesse owens had smoked weed before the berlin olympics and athletes were tested for illegal marijuana we would have flipped out because jesse would have blown every opportunity to show hitler how impressive we were as a people Mm, i definitely like that statement and that goes back to what i said before sometimes things are bigger than ourselves. You know, this is a chance to show a Black woman, you know what I'm saying, coming from Dallas, Texas. um, She's part of LGBT as well. You know, she has the bright orange hair, the nails, and she's kicking ass. You know, just to show like, there's so many different varieties of women and we can still be the best that we can be. You know, so I really appreciate that comment. Let me go ahead and bring some other people up on here. Let's see. Alexa Higgins. Alexa, you're coming to the stage. Hey. Hey, how are you? This
13: is Lexi Lately on Discord. Oh,
1: okay. Hey, Hey. Lexi.
13: How you doing? Um, Good. Okay, so my first thing is... My biggest problem with this whole issue is who are the people that are around her? Like, I just I'm so upset that she got a hold of this weed. It doesn't make any sense as to why she would even have it. And I I saw like this meme. It was just like, you know, these drug dealers are real different because a, a, a old drug dealer back in the day would be like, okay, aren't you going to the Olympics, shorty? what, what the fuck do you need this for? <laughs> like, it's just nobody sat there and held her accountable like it's just the people that you have around you that i feel like that's Mm. so important and then on top of it like the statement that she just made it just i don't know that doesn't sit well with me i really wish she would have switched it up and and been like you know you know everyone um i appreciate your support but i understand and i stand with the olympics decision and that's like the most like mature thing that i think that she could have done in this situation Mm -hmm. instead of making that comment. I feel like the comment was really arrogant and it doesn't really calm people down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, Odell, I, I don't know where he's coming from. I don't know where all these people are coming from caping for her. And at the end of the day, I really think that she honestly didn't want to run. Like, it's, it's like, I always say, it. if you fail a drug test, it's because you wanted to. I honestly believe that she self sabotaged and she didn't want to run for some reason. So I'm like, I'm sitting here like maybe she's super frustrated because all these people are caping for her. And this is exactly what she wanted.
1: Now, that's very interesting. A lot of people have been talking about was this self-sabotage because every, especially if you were were working so hard for something your whole life, because Olympians, you're not, you don't go to try and be in the Olympics within a year or two. This is something you're training from, from the time you're a child, you know, like those gymnasts, they're following them from the time they're like in kindergarten, you know, and different things like that. So, Everybody, if if you're training to be in the Olympics, you are training from the time you are a child. So they know how important it is. They know how serious it is. So maybe there might have been some self-sabotaging. And you're right. With her being 21, who are the people around her? And I don't think it's necessarily about people babysitting her. But if people really care about you and they want you, they want the best for you, they're not, you're not, your weed man is not going to bring you weed. Your fun is not going to go cop weed for you because they know that in the event you get caught, imagine how bad they're going to feel because they basically, you know what I'm saying, went and got it for her. Because I'm sure she didn't walk up to a mm-hmm. dispensary and go get it herself. She sent somebody.
13: Exactly. And I'm just really disappointed in that friend, that cousin, whoever the hell gave it to her. It's like, that's who I'm most upset with and you know like the black community people are always going in about you know it's just weed it's it's not like we got to think about how many destinies weed has like ruined how many families weed has ruined like having people in jail for like petty things and it's just like we have to see like the bigger picture it's not just weed you know like we we can't let it take over us like some people and it's like some people they will cape so hard for weed and i'm a weed smoker like i was high as hell saturday um
14: <laughs>
13: <laughs> but like you know it's just we we have to understand it's not just weed it's like it's an issue that's in, that we have in the black community
1: no i definitely yeah. agree it, it's much more than just weed you know like i said in certain instances it's just weed but when it comes to something as big as the olympics and as strict as the olympics is it's not just weed
13: yeah it's, it's a, it's a problem yeah yeah
1: well thank you Lexi for calling in I appreciate it no problem alright we'll talk to you later All righty, bye so let me go ahead and bring on uh, Devin Brown Devin go ahead and unmute your mic you're on the stage hey Devin
15: hey can you hear me is my audio good
1: yeah we can hear you perfectly
15: okay great but, yeah, just like how everybody's been saying before me, like, damn, what was I going to say? But, like, this, basically this whole situation is pretty much a summary of people speaking up for you when they don't need to be speaking for you. Like, this girl took accountability and then all of a sudden everybody, all of a sudden, like, it's just strange how, you find it funny how, like, everybody is just all of a sudden an Olympics expert.
8: And Mm -hmm.
15: now all of a sudden sudden everybody's saying oh like oh she smoked weed once just let her run but it's just like I find it well I just kind of compare it to like if you in trouble with your parents but your friend is on the side saying dumb shit and you basically have to look to them and just basically saying like hey shut the fuck up like I don't need Mm -hmm. you I'm already in trouble I don't need you getting, getting me into any more shit that's basically what this is like Everybody kept speaking on about it when she already took ap- accountability for it. And like you said, the Olympics just basically said, like, we don't want to deal with this no more. So she's not going to run at all. And that's basically yeah. how it get. Yeah, that's just basically what happened.
1: I think like, so, too. And people are agreeing with you. Uh, Tony Lyons is saying everyone is an Olympics expert now. And half the people can't pronounce her name and they're Olympics <laughs> exactly so, you know god bless the first college heart but he was kind of shakira you know so you know i think people just got very emotionally invested in the story but they don't know how the olympics works um eric is also saying in the chat many of us work jobs that require us not to smoke weed or use drugs we gladly confirm to we gladly conform to those rules but go ahead for but go hard for Shakari. 205 countries voted on those rules It's okay to hold our people accountable when we mess up. And that's the truth. This wasn't made just to punish her. This is a global rule via the Olympics. And like I said, personally, she got off pretty easy because she only had a 30-day suspension. Had people not gotten so emotional and made this bigger than what it needed to be, they probably wouldn't have had any problems still letting her run. Because remember, when it first broke, there was still a chance that she could do the relay. But then when you have folks talking about, you know, boycotting and and it's racist and they're just doing this because she's a black woman and this and that. Then at that point, the Olympics was like, you know what? We don't want this smoke. We don't need all of this because it's taken away from the other people. Once again, who did not fail their drug test, who worked just as hard as Shikari to get to where they're at.
15: Exactly. Like this is not some big racial conspiracy, because like you said, there are plenty of the black men and women out there who did what they were supposed to do and she was the only one out there who messed up and yeah like you can't all of a sudden want to boycott the olympics when there are tons of other black people there who are competing who did what they were supposed to do and are trying to get trying to get their medals and all that so yeah like you can't make them suffer because of this one particular person that's not fair
1: Mm -hmm. no i definitely agree
15: but like yeah like it's yeah like it just boils down to that like you like sometimes, like it's just better just to be quiet. Like if everybody would have just would have just been quiet after she said what she said, like she could have she could have ran um what was it the relay? It mm-hmm. may have not been the race that she wanted, but she still would have been able to compete. And now she just got to sit home and she can't do nothing at
1: all. Yeah, and this has happened before. Remember when Usain Bolt um he had a, a drug issue that cost him the Olympic gold. People forget about that, and I didn't see anybody caping for Usain like this. It was somebody in his team; it had affected the team. But it's just like it's happened before. It's happened before.
15: And everybody knows the Olympics; like they have very strict rules. So if they bend the rules for her, then they have to do it for literally everybody else. There can't, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. If they do it for her, like she's not going to be like that one exception. Like, yeah. It's like, the yeah, like you said, when Michael Phelps, like, he got a way worse punishment than she did. He had his name drugged through the mud. I want to say, were, were his medals stripped
1: from him? No, he no, he ended up, because he had gotten caught off of the Olympic season. He was only caught because somebody tried to blackmail him. Because, remember, it came from that picture of him smoking the bomb.
15: Okay, okay, okay. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, so his medals weren't stripped from him, but yeah. Yeah, but he was I count was I mean, true.
1: he was caught relentlessly.
15: Yeah, because I know his sponsorships got yanked from him too. Okay. Yeah, Kellogg's.
1: Yep. Kellogg's yanked. And even Usain Bolt, I, I said him, but I meant he was affected because of his teammate. Because his teammate got caught with pills, it affected the whole team and he lost the Olympic gold. You know, so it's like they take this very seriously. You know, what one person does can affect their whole team. Exactly. And they're they're saying in the chat that now people are clowning her replacement. Uh, They're saying that her replacement is Jenna Parandi, and people are going in on her now on social media. This is just sad. She didn't have to be a replacement.
15: Exactly. Like, yeah, like the lady said before me, like, the person who gave her that weed probably feels like absolute shit right now because, like, this, basically, this whole thing just blew up in everybody's face.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is just really crazy. But thank you so much, Devin, for calling in. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Let me go ahead and let's see here. We have a bunch of people in queue. I'm trying to look for some names. Um, Let me bring in Cannabis Talk. I want to hear from this person. Cannabis Talk, you're on the stage. Hello? Okay, maybe they don't want to talk. Maybe they're just listening. It's been interesting to see what they have to say about the situation, just because their name is
2: Cannabis Talk.
1: Um, let me go ahead and bring on um, Aaron McRae. Looks like he's back in.
2: Alright, alright. Can not figure out my mic thing last time. Uh, amazing to be in the room again. Hello, T, and your fans. Good to see you, young lady. Such a huge fan. <laughs> um... I I definitely want to agree with the people that are saying everybody is definitely not an expert on this. Uh, my brother uh, had a really great job when we were younger. He was making about $2,000 a week um, and he just decided he was going to start smoking weed, um, lost his job. They did a random drug test, drug test and he lost his job. For me, it was more of the fact that you're clearing over eight grand a month and you're even willing to risk that like what, what is smoking weed really accomplished (laughs) that it's worth losing a career like that, you know? And I remember that from being younger. And ever since that day, he's never been able to get a career making half as much money, you know? So for me, I just feel as though when people get in great opportunities like that and get blessed with great opportunities like that, there really isn't even uh, really a a reason to risk such opportunities like that. And that's just, that's just my take on the whole thing.
1: Yeah, Uh, I I agree with you that, you know, people will say things that it's just weed. It's just weed. And again, it's not just weed. Even in the chat, they're saying that if you're going to school for like nursing and you're in the nursing program, that they'll randomly test you uh because they want to make sure that you're there functioning and you're able to do the job, you know, and, and it's like, we can't keep moving the goalposts now, granted the weed laws are becoming more lax. So I get that. Even the NFL is becoming more lax on their weed laws as well. Um, As of this year, um, they put out an announcement that players can now smoke marijuana for the first time during their off season window. So they started that this year, for, you know, 420. So there are becoming more lax in certain areas. But if you know that you work a job, if you're going to the Olympics, if you work, uh, you know, a nine to five, if you're a doctor or a nurse, if you work certain jobs, you know that that's just the rules. I suggest not bending them because of, you know, the laws or because it's legal in your state, because at the end of the day, it has to go off of that job performance and what they expect.
2: Yeah. And my thing is, if you worked your whole entire life to get to the NFL, like, why even risk it? Like, you literally worked your whole entire life to get to this level, to get to this career, to get to this financial blessing. They're making more money than damn near anybody, you know, so to even risk it at that point is just like I have nothing to say to anybody at that point. It's just like, bro, you that was just that was lame for anybody at that level to risk such a position, um, and, and, and it comes with your field. You're in the NFL. Like, that's that's just dumb. You Now you lost $40 million a year or whatever crazy contract you just had. You're not getting it back, you know, and you can go get a normal job at Macy's or whatever the case may be. It's like your entire life is is changed because of that. I understand people who are in the industry or music industry or entertainment, and they're not getting tested. They, they can do whatever the heck they want, you know? Mm-hmm. But there are certain jobs and positions that come with restrictions, and if you don't want a position that comes with restrictions, then you should get into a, a field where you're a CEO and you work for yourself. But working for the NFL or anybody else is still a job, and you're still under contract. So got to exactly track. All right.
1: All. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Aaron. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you all very much. Appreciate y'all. All right. Bye bye. So.
1: It looks like there's a lot of things going on in the chat. They're saying that somebody dug up did they dig up her homophobic tweets? Yeah. The 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 iPhone chat is popping right now. They're saying that they dug up her tweets and people are saying that she should be supporting the girl who's replacing her. Okay. So they're saying that she had messy tweets. Oh, Lord, this mm, child, this Shikari situation is going to get worse and worse. Wow, who's her publicist? It was homophobic tweets about Chris and Rihanna. And then they said she had tweets about Little Nas X. She had tweets about Nicki Minaj. Same men who wear pink are gay. Okay, so they're telling me to go to Philip. Burke's page on Twitter this situation is like breaking so you know and and some people are saying that the reason why she's been more um I guess she's coming off arrogant is because she didn't lose too much unlike other people like when Michael Phelps went through it he lost a lot you know from sponsorships to being like just the joke of the world I mean people went in on him so they're saying that that might be why she's acting the way that she's acting, honey. So I don't know. This whole situation is crazy. Let me go ahead and um bring in some more calls. Let's see here. Jay Vicky J, you're on the stage? Jay Vicky?
16: Hello, can you hear me? Hey, I can hear you. Hi. Um. So I just wanted to say that I don't know if anyone covered this, but I know that last year she lost like um, it was either her best friend or her boyfriend. And then I think in combination with her losing her mother, I think that that probably could have really contributed to that. And then also, I wanted to say that when she was um, on that interview, when she had finished the race, I'm sorry, I'm kind of nervous. When she finished the race, and she was talking to the um, reporter. She was like, Looked like she was just bawling tears while she was sitting there talking to him. And she was just kept repeating, nobody knows what I go through. Nobody knows what I go through. So I agree with the lady that was speaking earlier that says that she probably really needs some internal help and healing. And I just want to say that. Yeah,
1: I think there's more to it. And especially if people are digging up her old tweets and she was saying certain things in her old tweets that she just might have been going through a lot. You know, but it didn't help that instead of people allowing the situation to play out, they kind of polarized it, you know, for themselves. And I think that's the sad part is that they just kind of they made it much more than it needed to be. Mm -hmm. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. You have a good day. You too. So, yeah, there's even things on here like there's there's a new weed now that they're calling the strain called La Olympics. And then they have her picture on there. Um, You know, people are saying that they're going to stop smoking weed until they let her run. You know, it just became a joke after a while. And I think that's just kind of what messed up the whole situation for her. Um, Let me go ahead and bring on Lady J. Lady J, you're coming on the stage. You got to mute your mic. Hey there. Can you guys? Hey, how are you? Hi. How is everybody? Hope everybody's well this evening. Thanks for
17: selecting me to come on the stage. Mm -hmm. Um, I jumped in right about Roy Carter. um, And I think everybody after Roy Carter really just broke it down eloquently and made so many points. But while I was sitting here, As I am not an Olympic expert, (laughs) I was thinking about a few things. One, the World um, Anti-Doping Agency, which is the agency that regulated, I think, came up with this decision. Right. And so when I went to their website, it specifically says that prohibiting competition is uh, cannabinoids. And I hope I'm saying it correctly. Any natural or synthetic substance. Right. So, okay, you knew, girl, you knew. Like everybody said, I'm sorry, I can't. I appreciate that this young sister may have something going on, but you knew. Number Mm -hmm. one. And then let's talk about also where she's going. Tokyo, Um, Japan has one of the most anti marijuana laws in the world next to China. So let me give you an example. If you're Japanese and they say they they know their people go to Canada where they know weed is legal, they will actually prohibit their own citizens from smoking marijuana. And if they are tested coming back into their country, they can get in trouble. So how would that look if you know that this person had this test and then they're at the Olympics that couldn't that you can't squash that. So there's a lot of other things at play here, but everything else that everybody said as well.
1: So you're saying that if you have weed in your system, you can't even get back into the country into like Japan and China. Well, no, 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 no. What I'm saying
17: is that Japan and China have very strict laws on. It's uh, I know the Japanese have I think it's called the Cannabis Control Law something like that and basically they have they put out information saying hey Japanese people (laughs) we know weed is legal in Canada don't you go over there smoking their marijuana 'cause oops if you come back into the country and we happen to test you you're gonna get in trouble that
1: type of thing. Oh okay. And that's
17: for that's for China as well. Um, Two of the harshest laws on drug usages in the world. And they tell their people, hey, if we know if you post something online and we know because we watch you and we test you, you're in trouble. So I think there's a lot more going on here, too. Just my thoughts on that.
1: Okay, now that's really interesting. That's a really good perspective. I didn't think about that. So if it's that strict where they're watching their citizens when they go to countries where they're more laxed on can I mean on, on cannabis, like Canada, certain states in America, Amsterdam, things like that, and they right. know as a Chinese or Japanese citizen, you've been over there, they're telling you if you come back here and you're dirty, you're gonna face consequences. So of exactly. course they're gonna be even more strict if a woman comes back with that in her system during the Olympics. Or, I mean, the mm-hmm. trials, whatever. Okay, I see what exact-
17: you're saying. All of that, all of that, too. Exactly. So, there's, I mean, yes, yes. I, 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 I can imagine that the sister's probably got some things going on in her life. And she didn't have the right people around her. Yes, everything that nobody said. But there's no excuse. There's other things here. I agree. Had this died down and people shut up, she probably would be running that 100 right now.
1: Mm -hmm. Mhm. it was just too many people just coming out the woodwork you know just talking about stuff and making excuses that they don't even make for people in their own sport that's what i found just comical about the situation exactly exactly crazy okay well thank you so much for coming with those points i really appreciate it thank you bye everybody all right let me go ahead and um bring on quirky quirky you're coming on the stage
14: Hey, okay. I, yeah. I hey, T. Hey. Thanks for having me. Um, oh, I'm so nervous. Okay. So I have a lot of thoughts, but, um, one thing that I just keep coming back to is I'm not even really thinking about, um, Shikari at this point. I have empathy for what she's going through. She messed up. Hope to see her in four years. Like, that's kind of what it is for me there what's aggravating me is the response in the black community to her i and i'm probably gonna say well i might be preaching to the choir i don't know but this is probably not a common thing people say but it really bothers me when things are labeled as racism for just any old thing because when true racism happens then we're sitting there looking like the boy who cried wolf does that make sense no i see what you're saying like Mm. so it's like she made a mistake she owned up to it and you know all that's been said, but now the our community is acting a fool on Twitter and all this kind of stuff. And then we've got these like beta males who are trying to speak for all of us talking about all this nonsense and boycotting stuff. And it's like, uh, how am I going to say this? It's like people say like, this is a world stage. People are talking about how people are racist towards us and people don't like black people. But when we put this foot forward, can you really blame them sometimes? Sometimes I don't know if I like my own people. And I say that because my grandparents grew up in the South, born and raised in Montgomery, Alabama, they were at the marches. They had the hoes, the dog, all the dogs on them, all that kind of stuff. And, Mm -hmm. Everything that they went through, my great grandmother, who I actually knew was born in 1900, everything that they went through was for us to be able to have the opportunities that we have today. And I bet a lot of them are rolling in their graves for the stupid stuff that we're doing and the stupid stuff we get behind, like why are we always up in arms about somebody who is not breaking the who's not following the rules and yet like you said we're not supporting the people who are doing the right thing we call them lame and everything else but Mm -hmm. when it's people who are out here drugging and thugging and all this kind of stuff oh can't can't touch them you know let's boycott this and march that like it's annoying so
1: now i will say this i'm never going to allow anybody's mistakes or what they do to affect me or make me be ashamed of who i am you know being a black person you know just you can't do that you know i'm saying because that's her cross to bear so whatever she got herself involved in that that shouldn't be seen as the rest of us as being you know the bad guy or we should feel shamed you know but i get holding people accountable but I don't want you feeling like you should be embarrassed just for the actions of just, you know, what I'm saying certain people
14: in the community. Well, it's not I think, even mm-hmm. oh, it's not even no, no. an embarrassment for me. It's more of a just an exasperation. Like, where's the pride? That's what I'm talking about. Like, I grew up with my family, like talking about the pride, like the black excellence, like all of the inventions and stuff that we made, like the HBCUs, like, where's that? Why isn't that being pushed forward? Like everything you see on the news and on TV dealing with black folks nowadays and freaking nonsense. Like, I think, I think that is a, an agenda behind that also, but, um, like just where is that? Like, common pride that we used to have as black people, holding one another accountable, um, propping one another up, like what happened? What is wrong well, with us? So now I'm in both chats, because what you're saying that people up in arms,
1: they coming with the memes, the i saying that the pride is long gone. Other folks are saying that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is the community that we have and we have to stand behind it. But I think you can stand behind the community and still call out the BS too.
14: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's getting to the point where it feels like, like if you call out the nonsense, people are looking at you like you're the crazy one. Like, like you said, all the other black people in the Olympics that followed the rules, like, and yet everybody's talking about this. And it's taken Mm -hmm. away from, like, you know, the records and the way we probably are going to show out and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's just the cloud over it now. And it's like, it's exasperating. Like, it's just toxic. Yeah,
1: I can get that. I can get how that can, you know, definitely be draining. And I think a lot of it, too. You know, unfortunately, like I always say, it's the people who really don't need the biggest platform who have the biggest platform. Because if you look at just regular society, right, just regular, your average, you know, black man and woman, most people are holding her accountable. We're not dragging her. We're not belittling her. We're just saying, sis, you made a mistake. You know, what I'm saying hopefully you learn from this. We forgive you, but you need to suffer the consequences that they're giving you. And we all moved on. But who really kept stirring up the mess? The celebrities, Celebrities. the people with big names, the people with platforms, they kept stirring up, even in the shade room, all you see is the celebrities saying, you know, let her run and we're not going to smoke weed until she's allowed to run. It's like, I believe that some of these people are just there to be agents of chaos because the regular man and woman, you know what I'm saying, are, are agreeing for the most part that she should be held accountable like anybody else has been held accountable throughout the Olympics. But the people who have the loudest platforms are the ones spewing the most ignorant bullshit. As if rules just don't apply anymore because of this one girl. But like I had to make clear, this is a global thing. This is not about black people in America. This is global. You know, how many times has a country of Russia been banned? I mean, they've been banned for the Olympics off and on for years. Like I said earlier (laughs) in the stream, so much so that their athletes have to run under the ROC coming in under different countries to be able to run, you know, and you don't see the Russians up in arms. So I think a lot of this stuff is being created. This divisiveness is being created by the media and a lot of these agents of chaos. And that's why I say never let what. People do in the mainstream make you feel ashamed or make you feel bothered about your people because a lot of them, that's what they want to do. They want to create this animosity and this whole black-white pendulum. Yeah. You know, when it's not that serious. This is just one person. And I think for the most part, adults understand that and they see that.
14: Yeah. I just remember my grandparents would, would snatch us up all, anytime we stepped out. And they would always talk about, you're not just representing yourself. You're representing this family and you're representing the people that came before you. So keep your crap together for lack of better terms. Mm-hmm. And like, that's all I'm saying. Like, I don't mean the, the, uh, can't blame people for being racist. What I mean is, w- are are we putting our best foot forward kind of like Monique was saying do we care about that anymore like what where are the elders that were growing up and stealing that in us and stuff like that where is all that gone that's what's exasperating to me yeah
1: and i think the reason why that's gone is because the elders one are younger and younger but also, yeah. nobody wants to be old anymore. It's not cool anymore to have gray hair. You have the grandma trying to keep it with the granddaughter. You got the 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 father and son acting like they're two years apart instead of 40 years apart. So there's really mm-hmm. no elders anymore because everything is about, you know, there's a lot of ageism. So people right. don't want to play the role of the elder. I want to be in competition with the 20-year-olds and say, oh, look, I'm 40-something. I can still pull, you know? as opposed to being an elder and instilling better values in the next generation.
14: So that's a good point. That might be yeah, a good that's... conversation for another <laughs> the day elders. too. Yeah. Like we need to talk about that.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you so much, quirky for calling in. You know, I really appreciate thank you hearing for your me. point of view. Definitely. Have a good evening.
14: You too. Take care.
1: Thanks. So let me go ahead and, um, bring up let's see here ronan looks like he's calling back in ronan you're on the stage unmute your microphone ronan hey what's good t hey what's up ronan we can (laughs) hear you how are you
18: i'm good long time no see it's good to see you again
1: (laughs) yeah this chat is popping who we the conversations are really good right now we have over 330 listeners so what do you have to say about the whole Shikari situation?
18: Uh, first and foremost, I uh, enjoy the tea cups. They are wild as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. And,
1: um, Sir, we're tea sippers over here. We're not tea cups.
18: My sorry, <laughs> we got
1: <CT>. tea
18: <laughs> now, what got tea sippers. Now, what I'll say, my bad, what I'll say is uh, with the Shikari, um, this is what happens when you suffer from woke apnea where you have everybody uh, using these athletes or certain individuals as mules of convenience to promote their social issues or whatever, and the individual gets lost in the shuffle. She made her mistake. She's owning up to it. But now it's got to the point where she's just a hot hot topic to the point where the Olympics don't even want to bother with it right now. So that's why she's been suspended. So they're not talking about if they really support her, they support her longevity. They'll support her representing herself in the country in the best ways possible. But that's not even the conversation.
1: So what do you think about this whole thing right nowadays? Because you have a lot of people where they're trying to do this whole woke thing. And I feel like it's getting to the point where it's just, it's too much. You know, it's one thing to be conscious and aware, but it's, it's almost like folks are so woke that they just need to go take their ass and go take a nap at this point.
18: Well, I mean, it would mean something that they stopped playing accountability dodgeball. Taking, I mean, pointing the fingers where again it's like you can point the fingers at certain issues, but what are you going to do to address them? Because again, it's like mm-hmm. with Shakar, yeah, she made her uh, she made her mistakes. Now she had poor misrepresentation, and she's not doing a good job for herself. But the fact that they're clowning her replacement and not even paying attention to the other athletes out there that that turns that makes it seem like you're just turning these people into a fetish, and you don't mean any well. So that's why you can't take our, our issue seriously, because we don't.
2: Mm. And,
18: and I remember what you know the lady was saying about with the uh, the elders not looking to be elders. That's part of the reason why we have ethnic outposts versus actual communities, because now we have rugged individualism where I, I want to be entertained for cheap. I don't give a damn if you have middle issues. I don't care if you your family's grieving or whatnot entertain me by any means unnecessary until I find someone else to jump onto. And that's not healthy for us.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people are saying too that the whole wokeness for some people, it's a bag. You know, like it's anybody's a- jumping on this where everything is seen under the, the cloak of racism. When if you really peel back the onions, it's not. That's why, you know, even when I did the live stream, I had to point out, can y'all stop comparing this to the Michael Phelps situation? Like, people yeah. just hear one thing, but they don't go research what really happened to Michael Phelps. It's just that, well, he did it too, and he got away with it. No, the hell he didn't. He lost so much shit yeah, by that. Didn't. What are y'all talking about? But again, people don't want to have those real conversations. They just want it to fit whatever narrative that they're trying to push.
18: Yeah, and that's what happens when you allow revisionist historians to control the narrative rather than dress as functional adults. Yeah, Michael Phelps got clowned like hell. He He was... He was uh, the subject of ridicule for a lot, along with a lot of others. But I think it's like, it's not just them. It's bigger than that. With the whole stage at like the Olympics, yeah, there are people who hate us, like America. And some have a feeling towards black folks. But again, you have people who are not thought about this in a broad sense. They're talking, They're looking at a very self-serving direction and it's not helpful. Actually, with them doing that, it only minimal minimalizes like our concerns and us as a people to be respected. So they're not mm-hmm. looking at the long term consequences of their actions.
1: No, I think you're making some really good points. I know Janae's still on stage. Janae, did you want to jump in and add anything?
17: Yeah, I was listening to him and I was just sitting here like, Oh my God, like, yes, he is preaching all this truth. Like he used some really good lexicon, like he said, ethnic outposts, I think I'm saying, right? He used another terminology prior to that. And it's kind of like, you're absolutely right. You're really um, pulling away from the true meaning of the essence of what the struggle is. And I've argued in the past with university professors saying that civil rights was a failure for black people because we allowed everybody else to come on top of us. And, you know, Get their civil rights, the Che Guevara's, the LGBTQ, and and so on and so forth. Now, my thing is exactly correct what you're saying about, like, why are we going to let these really white racist extremists Mm co-op our struggle and put out these terminologies to charge us up? Because we are not taught to look at the long term. Because we've only known short term, you know, mm-hmm. we don't, that's embedded in us because we weren't taught that, you know, we just been out of slavery less, not almost 200 years. That's not that long ago. Um, And Jim Crow was just up until 60 years ago. So we have a lot of unlearning to do, but mm-hmm. you're right. It really starts like what the other girl said, we're the elders. We're the people. And yeah, it is, what did you call it? Um, T, uh, Agents of chaos.
1: This is yeah. all done because, for the there's, because there's because there's real there racism. No racism. Oh, somebody oh. turned the background. To... There's real racism that's going on out here that people are really facing. People who are not able to get real jobs to take care of their real family. People who are suffering real beatings from police brutality so when i see something like this and people are trying to run with this like this is just so racist it's like we're done with bigger racial issues in the u.s than one person not getting into olympics because of some self-induced trauma and well, i think that's something... the part that's just really you know frustrating for a lot of people
18: Hmm. well there's something i want to add too it's like um Yeah, we might have thrown off the physical chains of slavery a long time ago, but it only became mental. There's still people who are stuck in this regimented mindset. If we actually had communities, you will protect the athletes. Like if you're close to that person, you would protect them from these uh, things that will damage their career or ruin their ability to represent not just themselves, but you. Allow them to create wealth. You will sit there supporting them by, you know, buying merchandise or people, you know, they're adjacent to it. That way we start having these rites of passage where we start respecting each other and like and represent ourselves as working on our global appearance. So that way it goes into actual healthy families, healthy individuals talking about their mental health. And we actually start becoming wealthy by investing in ourselves in the many ways that we're supposed to. But again, in this society, we've gone around here with bonnets, biker shorts and slides and think, you know, demand respect me. And that's goofy
19: as shit
1: man well you guys both had some really good points thank you both for uh calling in thank you ronan um a lot of people are agreeing with you in the chat so let me go ahead and bring up some more people i appreciate you guys calling in yes
18: Uh, i want to say i apologize for disrespecting the chat actually the tea sippers uh I, I don't want to sit there and smash teacups, but I respect the tea sippers.
1: They did drag it you a, for the first minute.
18: Yeah, it was a Freudian slip by a, a bunch of uh, knockoffs, but we'll leave that at that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of knockoffs out here, but this is the original. Thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it, Ronan.
18: All right. Much love to you, T.
1: All right. Y'all with some really good points. I wanted to read what somebody had wrote in the chat. They made a really good point in the iPhone chat. (laughs) We literally have two different chats going on here. Julia, she says, the mainstream media loves to manipulate and and prey on Black people's emotions, trying to get us to think that they're our best friend, but they're just trying to get us to turn against each other. Divide and conquer is so strong right now, and so many Black people are asleep. So that was a really good message that she wrote in the chat. Um, So let me go ahead and bring on a few more people. Let's see here. Um, Isatu, I'm going to go ahead and open your mic.
20: You're on the... uh, There you go. Hi, T. Can you guys hear me?
1: Yes, we can hear you.
20: Okay, so I feel like the... The people who smoke they're about to be mad at me what I'm about to say. Oh, but I shit. Think, get like, it off
1: your chest. <laughs> I gotta shake
20: the table a little bit. But I personally feel like it's a good thing and I think that the ban on marijuana in the Olympics and many other like Um, world-class events, I think that that's necessary, especially like speaking of 2021. We've seen a lot of stories about laced weed and different issues with people having stuff that's not really pure strains. And that's, I think, is a really dangerous thing. And when you mix someone who's very talented with the possibilities or the risk of inducing something, I said inducing, of ingesting something that could not be pure, that could have other things laced in it, be a fentanyl or any other drug, I feel like... It's best and the safest bet is for them to keep it banned. All of those, anything like that, I feel like anything, honestly, like alcohol and um, marijuana, any drugs, they should all fall under that because it's very easy for these things to be, um, what's the word, to be corrupted or to be put in a way that's not really that isn't safe anymore so because we have all these different issues with the weed now and all this scary stuff going around it's really just the safest bet for the players and for the association and everything for them to keep it banned i honestly think that it's it's good on their part maybe just because i'm not a smoker i might just be a little biased because i'm not really a smoker but that's really just how i feel about it
1: no i don't think that there's anything wrong with what you said um because like i was stating earlier now the weed is not the same. I've been saying this for a while. The, the weed from what everybody used to smoke back in the day, they're all saying the same thing, that this is not the same weed as just a year. I mean, there are certain strains that can get you just as high as if you're popping pills. Do you want somebody out there, you know, just high out their mind and cutting off for the runners and running backwards? <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? doing all kinds of stuff Because we don't know what strain they don't smoke. I mean, it's a possibility, you know? Be so high, they're running backwards. I know the race is that way, (laughs) ma'am. exactly
20: exactly and my other point that I was gonna make I don't like like how celebrities because of how America has deified celebrities and made them these gods of some sort they feel like they can just say whatever and now that's just what it is like I didn't like the way the Gabrielle Union said it she was like let the girl run I don't know why to me when celebrities say stuff in like a command if I find it insulting because who are you to just say that oh let the girl run because I'm I'm I have this big platform and I feel like that oh you guys to let the girl run. Even though I know that I have rules in my own places, if my children were doing things that were breaking the rules, I would have an issue with it. But because it's pulling at my heartstrings, let the girl run. Like I just don't like when celebrities feel like their voice may, has some authority over what happens in the real world. I just don't like that at all.
1: I feel like a lot of that comes more or less from American celebrities. Mm-hmm. If you see how the celebrities overseas quote-unquote behave, they don't it's almost like an arrogance with a lot of American celebrities. And it's not just Gabriel Union. I mean, you, we, we can name a whole list, of even white celebrities mm-hmm. who do the same thing mm-hmm. where they feel like I'm a celebrity. I'm right because I say so. And it's like, no, you're not. Or they feel like something should change because their name has been attached to such, you know, to thus conversation. And it's like, no, it shouldn't. You know, and that's the problem is that we put too much stock in celebrities. And at the end of the day, these are just regular people with just bigger bank accounts or more notoriety. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm -hmm. So when you have these celebrities using their platforms acting like because they're stating an opinion, now everything should change. It just shows the arrogance of the situation.
20: Yes, exactly. That's that, and that's
1: really all I have to say. Well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you, T. Bye. Bye. So let me go ahead and bring on Ronald Harvey. Ronald, you're coming to the stage. I'm
19: doing good. How about
1: you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You're
19: the only one that could. Pulled me away from the NBA Finals right now, watching Phoenix and Milwaukee go at it tonight. And also, I got to say, thugging and drugging. What? I got to put that on a shirt somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. That's going to sell, nigga.
1: Thugging and drugging. Yeah, she she Thuggin came hard, boy. She that that sister was tired of all the black nonsense. Yeah, like, that's going
19: that's going to sell t-shirts. I'm telling you, put that on a t-shirt, but. Man, this whole this whole conversation has been incredible tonight and, and 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 everything just listening to y'all while I'm watching this game and the one thing I've always I've always learned that she already got two strikes well she got three strikes against her already one mm-hmm. she's a woman two she's black and three she's good so mm-hmm. those three strikes against her already so they're already looking to 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 drag her regardless so I've always said, you know, people are always out there to dim your star, and especially the ones with power. Don't give them the opportunity to do that. And she let that opportunity happen for her. Now she could bounce back from this. She could be great, and, and she and I think she'll do a whole lot better. This is a lesson that she will that she will bounce back from. That I think she'll do better um, coming back for. Her. But she has to take responsibility what she have, and I'm very proud of her that she did do that. But what people saying, what well, people was coming out saying, oh, this is racist. And I was, I was like, wait a minute, this ain't racist. This is global. Everybody has to abide by these rules, not just her, everybody. And I remember, but then I had to, I went back in the history of the, of the Olympics and I gave it a side out because I remember when Carl Lewis was running and he was like the face of, race, of track at one point in time. And he failed drug testers many of times. In the past and the Olympics pushed it under the rug, wrote letters and stated oh no, this is something that was an error, but no, he was doping as well. To this day, he said he hasn't he hasn't um dope or anything, but he came up dirty in his test as well in the past. And Ben Johnson, who was like his rival at the time, who was in Canada, he tested dirty like a multiple times that he got, I mean, he got, he was banned from the sport, like for life, I think at um, one point in time. But like I said, man, you can't, she, she's, I believe she learned a lesson, you know, the whole thing of banning. I mean, the, for Odell and everybody else saying they're going to ban the Olympics. I'm like, well, what about those other black gorgeous females that's on that team as well? Who bust their ass to get there too? Why well, would not mm-hmm. support now? She's not the only one. This is not an individual sport. This is a team sport. That's like, Somebody's telling Odell, "We're not going to, we're not, we're, we're supporting whatever you do. We're not going to support the Cleveland Browns or whatever team you playing for. Then what about you know the other guys who kick, bust their ass, try to get their ass to the Super Bowl every year because of something that happened with you? You don't. That's that's, that's, that's selfish. It's very right. selfish. So I mean, like I said, I, I want, I want. I hope this is a lesson to everybody out there, who's from the from the little black boys and girls, to know that yes, you have to walk a tightrope. Is it is it unfair? Absolutely. It's always going to be unfair. But like Chris Rock said, black people got to fly what white people got to walk to. So you got to you got to do what you got to do, man, to play the game and to stay on stay on the straight nail if you want to, you know, to be successful in this game. It sucks, but it is what it is, man.
1: Exactly. That's just how it goes. Well, thank you so much for calling in Ronald. I appreciate it. Definitely enjoy that game right now. Yeah, Who's out? Who's winning same. so far?
19: Right now, it's it's the Suns. They up by, I think they up by like nine. I think at this time because I just stopped watching for a few minutes because you called my name. So, I, okay. I like, oh, let me let me let me, me unmute <laughs> un- this mic real quick because Tae called me. She called me. Let me turn this game off real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, click this. So yeah. All um, right, well I'll
1: let you get day. back to the game. I appreciate you calling in. All
19: right, take care, y'all. Peace okay, out. Okay, have a good night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and bring up. Um, april showers april i'm gonna bring you up now
21: you're on the stage hello hello hey april oh my god thank you so much thank you look i messed up i had just downloaded the app i did not know what i was doing thank you so much i see
1: you go you was going in on the discord so what? look the- i'm an
21: aries i'm not too proud to beg okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, who's tagging me every
21: six months in the <laughs> Oh my god, I was so look. I just look, because I wanted to say something that I hear people getting close to what I want to say, but nobody's really touching on what I want to say. Mm, okay, go ahead. um Okay, so my whole thing is like a, a like a side of what happened. Of course, I was rooting for Shakari. Everybody was like, that's a given. And what happened was unfortunate, but it is what it is. But my whole thing, what got me kind of side-eyeing everything now is how hard these black male celebrities is going for her when they don't never go hard for black women any other time. And I feel like they're going hard for her because she was going to benefit us in some way by bringing us home medals. You know what I'm saying? But Mm. if it's just a regular black girl just minding her business, getting attacked, nobody says anything. It's crickets. Mm. Everybody
1: in the chat is saying, speak on it, sis.
21: It's real. And it's and he's same and some of these same black men are the same ones that be dragging black women. So it's like y'all only support I feel like they only supporting her because she would have benefited us in some way, you know what I'm saying? Because she's an athlete. Right. Yeah. And she would have brought yeah. America, you know, um, medals, you know? hmm Yeah, that's, that's very I- interesting. You know, the yeah,
1: uh, like I said, some of you from the NBA came out and it fell. And I just, that's what kind of bothered me. Like, y'all are really caping in this situation when your own sport has rules and regulations.
21: Right, right. So y'all don't
1: care for the men who get caught, you know, smoking weed and have marijuana in their system in the NFL and NBA. You know, it'd be right. nice if they did just, you know, say things when regular Black women or even celebrity Black women, you know, go through things or get disrespected online. But unfortunately, right. a lot of them stand back and their mom until this situation
21: exactly it's like they only say something if it's something that's going to benefit them and that's kind of messed up and i mean don't get me wrong i appreciate that she was getting support i mean not to not what they was going to the extreme like that but the fact that she was getting overwhelmed support and that that's that's cool but it just you got a side eye like the reason why it's not genuine Mm. it's not genuine I i just that's just how i feel
1: well, it looks like there's several people who do agree with you too, like in the in the iPhone chat and things like that. Um, yeah, it does come out very interesting because I'm like, when was the last time Odell Beckham Jr. has said anything or was training exactly. for anything? You know, now he's trying to set up this whole protest. I just find the whole thing comical. That's why I, feel I like just a put lot it, of this stuff was self serving for a lot of people,
21: right? I'll just put it like this: if Shakari was not an Olympic athlete if she was just a regular girl that looked exactly how she looked she would be getting dragged on any other day
1: yeah so and you're saying that if she was that it was a, if it was a regular black girl who had like the bright colored weed the tattoos and yeah. things like that yeah. okay, i see what you're saying well that's yeah. why i kind of liked it her style because she was yeah. a cookie cutter. Me too. Know, because there's women who look like that in real life, you know, with tattoos exactly. and nose piercings. So that's why I like that, because she had her own little flair by herself. But I, I definitely get what you're saying, too.
21: Yeah. All right, she, so I you love you so much. Okay. No, I just wanted to say I love you so much. You're my homegirl in my head. You already know.
1: <laughs> love you too, sis. Thank you so much for calling You got out. us through the quarantine.
21: It. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
1: All right. Have a good night.
21: You too.
1: Let me go ahead and bring on Sham Wilson. Sham, I'm bringing you on the stage.
22: Hi. Can you hear me?
1: Yep, I can hear you. How are you?
22: I'm fine. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good.
22: Um, I wanted to say, I feel like in the Shikari situation, I feel like as humans, we all try to make something bigger than what it is i feel like the people who are down on her are just as bad as the people that are caping for her in the sense of like she's grieving and she just lost her mom and she found out in the worst place possible we as human beings sometimes don't know how to handle extreme situations and grief. And like any psychologist will tell you that. So for her, some people that'll be doing drugs, having sex or like impulsively or eating, but that was her coping mechanism. And for people to say she needs to learn a lesson out of this, or, you know, this is her just karma or rules or rules. Yes, that's all true. But at this point she's grieving and she made a mistake. Now, Do I think that she should be allowed to be in the Olympics? No. But I think we need to just recognize that this is a human that made a mistake. And it's like, she's not even 25 yet. yet. Like, her frontal cortex isn't even there. So everybody's saying, oh, I would have did this. I would have did that. You don't know what you would do because you're not in that situation. Um, Mm -hmm. And concerning the Odell Beckham thing, he's a weirdo. I mean... He's like he made those he made those like shirts for George Floyd, like about selling like I can't breathe. Like he's always using black people to be in a spotlight. Like when George Floyd died, he was selling shirts saying I can't breathe and stuff like that. So Dell is a weirdo. I'm not taking anything he's saying hard.
1: Yeah, I just felt like the whole situation with him was just attention seeking. You know, like who who's signing this petition to, you know, boycott the Olympics? I'm not, it's not that serious to me, especially when you have other black people who are also running.
22: Exactly. But I definitely feel like the people that are saying, the people that are saying, that she needs to learn a lesson from this, or she should have known better. Like, you don't know. I'm assuming most people, like, hopefully, most people don't know what it's like to lose their mother. But you can't tell someone how to grieve. Now, was that the right thing to do? No. But for everybody saying she needs to learn this, a lesson out of this, or why can't it just be simply she made a mistake, she was grieving, and that's it. There shouldn't be, like it's kind of reminds me of that video you made about cancer culture, like with Kevin Hart, like how we always feel a need to have people punished or something. They, they people mess up. And I feel like people should be not easier on her. Like she shouldn't compete. She broke the rules, but people should be more compassionate is the word I'm looking for.
1: Hmm. No, I definitely can agree with that too. And I think initially most regular people like myself and many others, You know, we're compassionate for her and I'm still compassionate for her because she's only 21. You know, like you said, she still has her whole life. This is not the end of her career. You know, there's people running the Olympics well into their 30s. Um, But I do feel like the media and a lot of the celebrities and, you know, they're the ones who kind of just kept adding fuel to the fire. Whereas if we would have just left it at her apologizing and moving on, then it wouldn't even be as big as it's come to be,
22: right, and i def I also wanted to point out the fact about like the other girl this isn't a personal attack, but like I'm sure the elders or Rosa Parks when she was sitting on like sitting down refused to get up, she wasn't thinking about someone smoking weed, like the elders or the people who are before us, like I black people. I'm sure they're not rolling in their graves or like whatever that other person was saying it's like. Every Black person is their own individual. We don't represent a whole each other. Like, we do, but we don't. Like, every Black person is their own person. So for someone to say you're embarrassing Black people, or this is why, blah, blah, the reason why Black people are going, what they're going through is because of racism. And I don't always agree with the fact that we should listen to our elders because, like... With age doesn't always come wisdom. Like, there are some stupid old people out here. So we should should respect them. Like, Monique, I think she was stupid personally. Do I think they should have called her, like, all type of, like, bees or nothing? No, because, like, I was raised to respect my elders. But being 50, 60, 70 doesn't mean that you have wisdom. Just, like, being 20, 30 doesn't mean, you know. Like, you may have more experience with certain things, but that doesn't mean that you're exactly smarter. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Now I think you made some really good points and that is true just because you are older and the age of an elder does not mean you have elderly advice like good advice to pass down to the you know future generations I definitely agree with that.
22: Right What's, so mm-hmm. oh sorry.
1: No was there anything else you wanted to ask Sham?
22: Oh no that was it I, I just wanted to like touch your nose points that's it.
1: Okay well thank you so much for calling and I appreciate you. you. All right. So let me go ahead. It's almost 10 o'clock. Oh, we've been on here for a while now. This has been a good conversation. We have a lot of people still on the line. I'm going to try and get a few more people on before we go. Um, Let me go ahead and bring on Lachey Burns. Lachey, you're going to be on the um, stage. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you?
23: Oh, my God. Thank you so much for answering my call. I really love you. I'm an OG tea sipper. OG, probably about like 10 years. So um, oh, thank, thank you. you. I I appreciate from you the fact that I don't always agree with you,
8: mm-hmm. but I
23: feel like you respect all of our opinions. So thank you for that. Um, Definitely. The quick point I wanted to make. I don't know. I'm a little late in the room. Did anyone touch on the benefits of marijuana? For athletes. No. So, so go ahead. I, I, w- be I would love to talk about some of the benefits because, <clears throat> excuse me, we did have a caller previous talk about um, some of the negatives, but some of the positives um, I would love to talk about as a former athlete. Um, and these are ingesting, not smoking benefits. So you have not so, edibles? Yeah. So like okay. ingesting THC, there's drops, things like that. So it can um, reduce inflammation. Um, it's great for the sleeplessness. It's great for the body aches, um, pain, that sort of thing, muscle spasms. Um, like I said, a lot of athletes have trouble with sleeping um, and they are usually put on opioids for these issues. Mm -hmm. And I just believe that, uh, cannabis could be a better solution for these issues that they're having. We talk about the opioid use in the NFL, the NBA. I believe that the reason why some of these NBA players, while I do believe that some of them are selfish, um, I believe that they're coming out because there is a current movement with former NBA players, Matt Barnes being one of the leaders of this movement. Um, they're coming out uh, in support of marijuana usage because they were doing it anyway. Let's be honest. They're right. just really good with passing their test, which, sorry, um, Sha'Carry, sh- sh- is it sh- carry? Sh- carry was not. And I think um, going forward, uh, there will be more athletes coming out in support of her because of the issue they're having in their national leagues with trying to get. It legalized. Um,
1: well, I did. I do say at the beginning of the show that the NFL they did. Um, this is the first time they had ran it this year in April 2021, and basically NFL players can now smoke marijuana for the first time during their off season window. So they are being more lax. Um, yes. They've even given players like Josh. Um, I always forget his last name, but he was one who kept getting, like, literally banned and fined for constantly having dirty UAs. Yeah. And so they even gave him a chance to come back, and he's still not even able to really comply. So it looks like they are making like a lot of, um, you know, segue in the legal marijuana situation exactly. with the, NFL and the NBA. Which I think makes sense because think about how many times what people don't realize is that a lot of those injuries that a lot of these players face, especially football players, and I'm not talking about just concussions, but, you know, everything from getting hit in the shoulders, you know, their knees, just a lot of things that they they go through on the field. As soon as they come off that field or they pull them off on that gurney, they're doping them up with opioids. They're injecting them with morphine and saying, get back out there and play. Mm
7: -hmm.
1: So what is the difference if you're going to inject a player with morphine when they're hurt than them smoking weed? at home trying to eat exactly
23: well i the difference is morality and that's where the black community is having the issue with right now is we're moving into the new legalization of weed but we still have a moral issue at hand where we don't feel like that it is morally okay for someone to have a blunt (laughs) at home after dinner to go to bed um we don't look at of course alcohol the same way um And I think that's what the biggest thing in the black community that I get upset with is when we talk about um, I believe that she should have suffered her consequences uh, because Mm -hmm. it's a rule and you cannot break rules without consequences. But I do think that we as a black community have to start shaping how we look at marijuana morally differently. And that'll help us not to bring down our black sister when she's at her lowest. And And I don't think people realize that previous caller was saying that she's at her lowest right now um and this is not the the height of her morality this is not she is not this is this decision isn't uh what we should look at her morals a compass of morals from if that makes any sense and if you actually look at the uh previous interviews with the u.s anti-doping agency They talk about it being the main issue is a morality issue. And that is the main issue why uh, I'm sorry, I'm like rambling a little bit. But that's why the Olympics banned marijuana. They do see it as not being a performance enhancing drug. It is a morality issue. And it happened. If you want to look it up, it's the NPR It's on NPR and they talk about why it was banned in the Olympics. I suggest everyone look it up just to see it's a morality issue. It has nothing to do with it performing being performance enhancing or anything like that. Um, And I think the conversation should lean towards why athletes need these drugs instead of
20: opioids.
1: Okay. well, you definitely made some interesting points. and You came from a different angle and I really appreciate that. So thank you so much for calling in this evening. I'm just going to fangirl. So have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night, sis. Thank you. She made some very interesting points. Um, so it's now ten oh four. We'll go on for like another ten minutes, okay? And then we'll we'll be done. So you just bring on a few more people here. Um let me see here. Damon Williams. Damon Williams, you're on the stage. Yeah,
8: hey, I'm, I'm go here, ahead I'm and here. I'm here. Am I here?
1: Oh, okay, hey Damon.
8: Hey, just want to say, hey, uh, OGT Shipper from back in the day when it was up. Uh, Isn't she lovely? Glad to be on the show.
1: Hey, that's what's up. Thank you for calling in. So what do you think about the whole Shikari situation?
8: Just want to say um, we have to be careful with how we just saying weed is just weed. Okay, weed may not be a performance enhancing drug when you're running track, but if you high on the weed and you're throwing a javelin or a shot put, I kind of feel that may have a risk involved if you're not focused on doing throwing those things, you know? It's not just mm-hmm. tracking people worry about there are a lot of events. I mean, there's archery, there's other events you have to think of.
1: Okay, so you're talking about archery, them throwing things, if they're high, they could throw it, you know, at the have to stand, you know, guys. Yeah,
8: and and, and really injure yeah, and really <laughs> injure somebody. So we have to be real careful about what we just think weed does. I mean, it does affect your mind.
1: Mm-hmm. And then let's think about it too. Let's say that we say, okay, it's okay for runners to smoke weed. Well then weightlifters will want to be able to smoke and You know, then it just kind of opens the ball for everybody to want to smoke. And certain events, like, do you want to be high and you're supposed to be swimming in a pool? Cause you Great. want your mind clear. You don't want anybody drowning potentially. You know yeah, it's
8: also a safety aspect to it that are people that are not really thinking about i feel most people are in their emotions about this a little bit too much especially like you said the athletes that got blue check marks
13: mm-hmm.
1: how do you feel about them constantly chiming in
8: um it could be a good thing because you know sometimes when the right person says the right thing it kind of gets the ball rolling Mm-hmm. Like um I think back at LeBron with the Trayvon Martin when he was the Miami Heat and they all um wore the hoodies. You know, I, I kinda believe that got a movement going. So mm-hmm. athletes have a big platform and a lot of power. It's just, you know, uh you remember comic books, you know, Spider Man with great power come great responsibility. So exactly people have to 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 really pay attention to what they say on these social media platforms. But also, um It was something I wanted to touch on. I heard someone else say, um, oh, we don't really know if this is her lowest moment because I work in the school system and the the younger generation, a lot of times they don't care. I'm not going to say it's every time. So we can't really say we know what she's going through. Mm -hmm. That's all I really had to say on that.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, you definitely made some interesting points. You know, a lot of people in the chat are agreeing that you know, for some people, it is definitely a safety issue. So, mm-hmm. I really appreciate you calling in, Damon.
8: Oh, one last thing about uh-huh. the pills versus weed. About the pills versus weed. Now, mm-hmm. I'm a former athlete myself. Now, that pill and weed, it's not the it's, it's 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 not the same. It does not have the same effect. If 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 you know if you're having surgery, they don't give you a blunt. You know, is those pills have a quicker reaction and do more for you than the weed? Don't get me wrong. She's the young lady was right about the um the the non-smokables. Yes, those do help. But just wanted to put that out there. Those pills really, and those injections really, really do help.
1: If you're in pain, because it's immediate, it goes straight oh, yeah. to the brain and and things like that. Yeah, I can definitely get that.
8: Mm-hmm. i can definitely get that aspect of it but, but right, thanks well, for having me huge fan definitely really appreciate it
1: definitely and thank you so much for calling in all right let me go ahead and um bring on kenitra Wu. kenitra you're on the stage hello hi nice to meet you my husband really, really wanted to talk to you
11: because he was an uh, athlete in college and he had a scholarship, and so he's just trying to like
1: break some of that down. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Thank you for um, calling I'm in for calling in <laughs> for go. Turn down him. the background now. Huh? Turn down the background. Uh, I must be the fan. Okay, sorry.
11: I'll go first. He told me to go first. So I'm a nurse practitioner. I actually grew up in the area that Shakiri went to. I went to her high school. So I, I know the struggles of living in that area. Um fortunately I made it out. It's Oakland, Texas. I'm sure people have heard about it. So she definitely has had some issues probably going on at home. Of course I'm not excusing her behavior, but that could be something that led up to this um this act that she did or maybe self sabotaging herself. That you know she's maybe overcompensating that she may not be as confident as she appears to be on the outside. But that could be something that went along with that. So that's kind of my opinion with that.
1: Okay
24: she's trying to be too professional she, it's the hood out there in Oak Cliff oh I've
1: heard about Oak
24: Cliff now <laughs> back in the day when you took your face off your CD player like uh uh I gotta take this off my stuff be gone Um, right. but, but I, I ran track myself I ran track in, in college like D1 so I, I understand the struggles that she went through as far as pain and how we could help that it helps with anxiety helps with all the other stuff but but there's one thing I, I think that we should do as a culture is start taking responsibility for our actions. So I, I know me personally, when we were in track, if I went to track practice, it could have been any day of the week that they pulled me to the side and said, hey, you got a drug test. and They drug tested us for whatever. Same thing in my dorm room or my apartment. They would come to your apartment, or your dorm room and drug test you. So I can only imagine once you make it on the world stage, especially going to the Olympics, what they would do. So she should have understood those rules and then went by that but on top of that i I think Mm -hmm. that we should be legal regardless because it it does not enhance you trust me it's hard to run track when you when you high i know for sure uh but um (laughs) but um i I just think that i think a lot of times we make different excuses for the actions that we make and i think as a culture if we just set back no matter what our backgrounds were. my wife grew up in the hood couldn't eat when i am better. i was giving her money and stuff like that so you know i'm saying like we got to get through that and understand that every every struggle is an opportunity to win. So no matter what's going on in your life, that you got to understand the decisions that you make are going to affect not only you, but your life and in, in her situation, the entire culture for us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If we understand where we are, then we can make the right decision.
1: Right. And I like that fact that you're coming from a D D D1 aspect of it, um, track star Because like you're saying, they could mm-hmm. test you at mm-hmm. any point. They can come to your dorm room and test you. They could test you on the field. And, you know, you have people making all these excuses like, well, why was they testing her anyways? She's in the Olympics. Like, what do you mean? Why? That's what they do, you know? I'm and I just don't think people... testing me. <laughs> right. I, and I think that's what people don't understand. Like, this is not, you know, when people say, well, it's just weed. Well, yeah, depending on your job or what you do, it can just be weed. But when you're in something like that, it's not just weed, and especially when it's illegal, and it's not, you know, it's it's a substance that's banned, regardless of why it's banned, it's not allowed. So I'm glad you made that point about them testing you and how often they tested.
24: Like I've been tested at like 12 a.m. They come to they came to my dorm and woke me up to come test me. So like you got to understand wow. that for life. And and I had friends that ran pro track and it's even worse. They come to your house un- unannounced and come test you because it's, they have like a business that does that. So you should if you're in that world, you know, you know how to how they operate.
1: And I think that's but, the problem is that a lot of people are not in that world because I can't run. So I don't know anything. <laughs> you know, I watch track. My son ran track. You know, but I can't run. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, once you're starting to go more professional in college, it's going to be very strict. Even in high school, you know, there mm-hmm. there's certain rules and there's certain standards. And I think, you know, like I was saying earlier, that we need to start getting the mentality that when we receive certain blessings, we need to understand that certain things are bigger than ourselves.
24: And you know, I was telling my wife earlier, like, there's so many bags that she, she dropped. Like, she could have started a hairline, a, a nail line. And I had a friend that ran in the Olympics that I used to train with. That it's 1.5 off the rip, like in advertisements, beyond anything else. So that's mm. the type of money that she gave up for that. Like once again, like I understand she's going through a lot. I'm not judging her. I'm just saying mm. in that situation, there's just certain moves you should make and should not make. But it's just to kind of to kind of articulate the type of opportunities that that could that could not be there for her uh, just because of that one decision. And I, I'm not one of the judges. I'm, I'm about to pop a Eddie here in a minute, but I'm just saying this. It's, it's, I'm, not, I'm not even looking because so I'm retired. I, I have a regular job now, but it's just things that you could do. Right. Well,
1: thank you and your wife so much for calling in and just sharing your wealth and knowledge. I really appreciate that. I'm glad somebody who was in that particular field, you know, can explain how that the, how the drug testing works.
24: All right. Thank you for your time.
13: Thank you.
1: All right. Definitely. Definitely. You guys have a good night. You, All right. So let me go ahead and um, bring on Rejoice. Rejoice, you're on the stage. Hey, T. Hey, Rejoice. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. And this discussion has been going really good. Um, I just want to talk on a standpoint where in terms of everyone knows where they're just trying so hard to get her in the Olympics like back into it mm-hmm. my thing is when it comes to the Olympics they have already put out so many statements saying she is not running she she can't get in the, no matter what she can't run this year so why are people pushing it so hard for her to get into the Olympics when it's like, she's not the only runner for America. She is not mm-hmm. the only runner. She's not the only black women in the Olympics in general for America. So it doesn't make sense for them to keep pushing it so hard for her to get into the Olympics. And another thing, when it comes to signing these petitions, just because you sign a petition on change.org doesn't mean that something's going to happen. Somebody has to physically take these signed the signed sign petition with all these signatures, give it to like the head of whatever and see and that person will have to decide, okay well, you know there's a lot of signatures they want this to happen. I guess we'll let it go through like there's a whole process. You can't just sign a petition and then think change will happen. It doesn't work that way
1: right. Yeah, and I think you know the whole petition thing that Odell Beckham was trying to start. Like I said, I, I think it was just more or less for just attention. You know, let me attach myself to a big story. You know, as opposed to him being serious, because the, the Olympics is—they're not paying no attention. No damn petition started on especially not from America. <laughs> from America. From America, America—they <laughs> don't care. This is a global competition. You know, and this year it's in Tokyo and they are very, very strict about drugs in those countries. They are very, very strict. You know, even like um, Lady J, when she called in and she was stating that even when some of their citizens go abroad to countries where they're more free to smoke, they know they better not come back. You know what I'm saying? When they come back to Tokyo or China or wherever, they better be clean because they can face ramifications.
0: Yep. And especially because they're adding new um new um competitions into the um just the whole olympics they're definitely are not gonna bend the rules for anyone
1: yeah no they're definitely not they're definitely not so you know hopefully she ends up running from this but you know we'll have to wait and see you know where everything goes from here but as of tonight she's definitely not running
8: but nope, maybe she'll not- have a
1: chance to in the next one in in, um, in Paris. That's the next one that's coming up. Hopefully
0: she can follow the rules for Paris. That's all I got to say, because um, if she doesn't if she doesn't learn from this, then she's never going to make it into the Olympics. And hopefully she'll take this time out to train for Paris and not just, you know, just sit back and relax until Paris comes. Right.
1: Well, thank you so much for calling in, Rejoice. I definitely appreciate it.
0: You're welcome.
1: All right, you guys. I'm going to go ahead and take one more call here. So let me go ahead and bring on... Let's see. Quanda. Quanda, you're on the stage? Okay, hold on.
16: Hello? Hello? Hello. Yes. OK, so um we can hear
3: you. you can. OK, so mm-hmm. what I wanted to piggyback off of was with um the caller who said something earlier about these celebrities caping, you know, about the whole black woman thing. Right. Because mm-hmm. with the whole Shikari thing. I think the world was hurt about her in the whole situation that she went through. She owned up to it and she took responsibility for it. Now this whole woman, women's sports thing, we have something going on with um, the black woman. I think her name was Maria something in the Rachel Nichols thing and Stephen um, Jackson, I believe it's his name. Oh, he when it was Shakira, we need to boycott it. They treat black women. You know what I'm saying? Why do you want to be in the country? I mean, represent the country who treat you like this, right? But then when it was the black woman who was who won the job at um, ESPN to host the finals for the NBA, they were all like, um, "It's between them two. When this woman got caught on the tape being like between the Me Too movement and Black Lives Matter, she doesn't stand a chance as far as moving up because she felt like the black girl got her position only because she was black. Whereas now it's between them two and it wasn't an issue with her saying what she had to say about race. So no one defended her because all of a sudden it's between her and the white lady. But when it's Shakari, even though she admitted to everything that she did and she took responsibility for it, they want us to be, you know, just rally behind this and make it bigger than what it, probably didn't even have to be because if the push wasn't so much behind it, like you said earlier, maybe they would have just been like, okay, we can give a pat on the back. Her 30 days will come before and okay, we'll test her again and then give her a second chance because maybe that's where she would have gotten her second chance from instead of just putting the light on it to where it's like they blew it up bigger than what it had to be and then they don't stand on anything. Like If it's all about protecting black women or how it's supposed to be, then stand on something all across the board. Don't make it be to where it's just a one person and we're going to put all the push behind here. And then the next person is like, Oh, well, she on her own with this because maybe ESPN signs your check. So you have some affiliation with them. So you're not going to mess up your money when it becomes somebody else black but when this girl she said okay i know what i did and it is what it is pretty much and yeah the world probably was heard about it but at some point you know i just feel like these celebrities they flip flop so much depending on what they can get out of the person who they're pushing to be on the platform if that makes sense
1: yeah and i see where you're coming from you know with the whole situation with rachel nichols and maria taylor and, you know, maybe they extended her the job because of all these things that was going on in 2020, right? With Black Lives Matter. Even if they did, who cares? Because mm-hmm. last time I checked, Rachel Nichols, your mother-in-law's Diane Sawyer. I'm not ready for that conversation.
3: And, she doesn't, need, people, and she doesn't need uh, the Black community right, to stand behind people,
1: her. <laughs> right. A lot of these people get these jobs and they get these way ends through nepotism. Mm -hmm. so I don't even if she got in because of Black Lives Matter so what
14: yeah
1: that's why they handed her the job so what Maria Taylor's good at what she does but let's talk about Rachel Nichols and all the people that you're you know I'm saying related to you that are in the broadcast industry that made it easier for you to get your foot at ESPN yeah and that's the part that I don't agree with that's the part that kind of bothers me is that you know it was wrong I feel like for her to say that but a lot of these corporations were doing these little symbolic gestures in 2020. Let's keep it real. Because yeah. they also changed, like, remember there was a whole petition to, we're going to change the name of master bedroom to main bedroom? And it's like, yeah. no, we just want reparations and, and you know, we just want to be able to get loans. Like, I don't care if you call it a master bedroom. Can I get a home loan? Mm-hmm. Question. we were not looking for symbology. So even if she got that position through ESPN's symbology, right? Because yeah. she was black and it was 2020, the whole George Floyd thing. Okay, well, it, it is what it is. But again, I go back to say, why does Rachel Nichols act like she worked hard, like she was to a get she was. To get where she right To get where, where she's at. You, you got in through favors. That'd be like, you know... Um, Will Smith's kids talking mess about somebody who went to acting school and and went to like like Juilliard and all these schools to get better training and they're talking down on them. But you're only in the industry because your parents are Will and Jada. Nepotism rules the industry. There's a lot of privilege that comes from a lot of these family members. Where, you know, their child, they don't have to spend money on, on colleges and, and apply for uh, for tuition and scholarships and things like that. They're literally, quote unquote, grandfathered in yeah. because of who their people are. You know, so I, when Steven Jackson was like really caping for her, I was like boo. I, I wasn't surprised, you know, but yeah, that whole conversation just really annoyed me because even if that's what how Maria got it, who cares? Mm -hmm. Look at your background and how you got to ESPN, ma'am. And
3: can we pat her on the back for getting in the way she got in? Because she made it. Okay, so that's just like her hard work would have probably went unrecognized like nobody would have said anything so thank kudos to Black Lives Matter for for meaning something for letting somebody have a way into something because their reputation is not the best either so if they got a sister on the tv I'm proud I'm standing 10 toes down with that but these um blue check mark celebrities let's boycott them how about that we can boycott them so then that way we can just stand on something and have our own you know, position on something because I just feel like they try to get in and sway the narrative to what is beneficial towards them. And that's, right. and that's, well, that's all I had to say, but that kind of ticked me off. And I'm glad she mentioned something about these black celebrities who want to come in and mainly it's the male celebrities on the sports side who wants to come in and sway something in so we can boycott them too. 'Cause you know, they're not here for exactly. anything else. Because when this woman made it honestly like she did everything I consider the right way. So if Black Lives Matter was the end for her and she didn't have to get in because she was sleep she is the the daughter in law to somebody of the high higher ups. Like, hey, Black Lives Matter, hey, th- thank you. For being the way Definitely. hmm Well thank but you. But that's so all much I had Colin to say says, and I thank you. It.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Have a good Hi. evening.
3: You
1: too. All right, you guys. So our time has come. This has been a great Green Room episode. I appreciate it. So many people bought a wealth of information concerning this topic. Um, people bought so many different angles. So I'm really glad you guys were able to join me tonight. And like I said, I just hope that at the end of the day, Shikari learns from this. And she's able to just move on and be a better person from this whole situation. Because one thing I know about life is that everything we go through, good or bad, is nothing but a testimony for us. Can I get an amen? So on that note, you guys, thank you guys so much for coming through. I appreciate you guys. I will talk to you guys later. Have a good evening.